Welcome to Pitch Session. That's Pitch with a P. I'm Kirsten. I'm still Andrew. Hi, Kirsten. Hello, Andrew. It's our second week with music. We got a lot of good feedback about the music. We A lot of people love the jingle. It was very positive. I, have, I haven't heard anything negative. Neither have I. And our second week with our microphones. Yes, but the mystery remains from whom the music comes. And I think it should remain a mystery. Who the music man or woman or person is. I think they like being mysterious. Yes, they do. <laughs> you know who's not mysterious? Who's that? Well, your Rucker Scarlet Knights, one of now two undefeated teams left in in all of these United States. And I kind of had decided I wasn't going to talk about Rutgers after I got a little bit of a hard time because I talk about Rutgers all the time. Well, but now, not a little weird. Well, and I, but I, we can't not talk about them. Well, I mean, they came out this week, won two games. Uh, they knocked off your Penn State Nittany Lions to go one and zero in the Big Ten, and then they won the Border War with LaSalle. I believe they did not allow a goal this weekend. Is that correct? I think you fact check you're me? right. I'm looking right. Yeah, now. they did not allow a goal the whole two weekend. That is two uh, shutouts. Quite impressive. Well, and uh, in our poll on Twitter or X formerly known as Twitter. We can no just one say picked, Twitter. No Anna, one everyone, picked Rutgers. Everyone knows what Twitter means. Okay. Like, let's not. So we'll, we'll just make the commitment. We're just calling it Twitter. It's like when you say you're Googling something, you know, maybe you're not necessarily, or I'm using a Kleenex. Maybe it's I always say I'm, I always say I'm binging this. Don't you say that? Well, yeah, I'm saying other people. I'm just saying, if you say I'm getting a Kleenex, people know what you mean. And the okay. point of language is for people to know what you mean. So when you say Twitter, they know what you mean. That's enough. That's enough. I don't have By to the way, explain. Say what uh, you mean. Duke didn't give up any goals this weekend either. They they pitched two shutouts. Anyhow, go ahead. Well, on our Twitter poll of who's going to be remaining undefeated at the end of the season, 83% of our many followers chose Iowa 17% chose Louisville and nobody chose Rutgers and Rutgers went two and zero this weekend with no goals. Against. Yeah, but they've not won the poll yet. Iowa remains undefeated. I'm so the 83% so, could be correct. I'm just saying it could, they could be correct, but only one of some, it's 17% <laughs> chose Louisville and nobody's given the Rutgers any love, but they're showing up. Well, I think they're buoyed by your support. I hope so. Louisville did not even make it to Saturday unscathed. I know. They had North Carolina uh, whoop up on them a little bit too zip. It really wasn't as close as the score might have indicated. Yes, and I, I feel like I talked it up a lot. Because they, there is a rivalry there, and... The, the Ville has taken it to UNC in the past, but yes, UNC did dominate them 2-0. Well, the Ville is winless in the Aaron Madsen era. Mm. Too true. I believe I saw some of that match on the ACC network. Did you? Because literally I cannot watch any ACC games. It is an impossible, I can't break the code. I can't oh, get it. My in. ESPN password you've been using for 10 years doesn't access it? No, it doesn't. It's frustrating. It should. I watch it. Well, okay. 
I'm going to try again because there are a couple. ACC. If that doesn't work, you can try my MLB password you've been using for 10 years. <laughs> well, I, I still have access to that one. I haven't had any issues with okay, the MLB. God. <laughs> I'll sleep okay tonight. <laughs> um, well, but there are, I, I have some ACC games on my games to watch and I'm a little bit, I will be a little upset if I can't watch them. Would you describe yourself as miffed? Yes. I think that's a perfect adjective to use. Uh, verb. It's an adverb. It's adverb. Well, that is a perfect description of how I'm feeling about no, the ACC an network. Well, it's describing your feeling. I am miffed. So it's an adverb. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yes, that describes how I'm feeling about the ACC network at the moment. Like um, everything I'm else is a, is on ESPN plus and I get the I get the money. We'll just let this drop. I got to figure it out. We had uh, two schools throw up an eight spot this weekend, the highest scoring teams of the week. One, of course, your top-ranked Iowa Hawkeyes. They nipped Merrimack eight-zip in the friendly confines of Iowa City. But the other team to throw up an eight spot here, do you have any idea? In one In a single game? In a single game. It was a conference game. Hmm. It was your Kent State Golden Flashes. Against, it, oh, so we had some action this weekend. It's some action. They knocked off the old Chippewas, mm. which I guess Chips. is not an offensive name. I don't know how we decide which is and which isn't. Like Seminoles is allowed. And Chippewas is allowed. I think if why we get is, into- Why is Florida State allowed to do the Tomahawk Chop? This is, I mean, I don't know if they are allowed. They I think are. That they, nobody says a word about Florida State. Because it's Florida. Or the Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs do it, too. Oh, I know. I know. Anyhow, um, and I know you have – I'd like to talk about one other team, and then I'll, I'll let you be. Um, I think that this, this is something that, that, you know, affects you personally. Um, after a tough game on Friday, a one-zip loss. I am all ears. Your Connecticut Huskies came back from the dead – I mean, they they had a priest reading that dog is last rites. The dog I, you met. I'm, and they're back. I'm baffled. I'm baffled because they go down. Oh, they just like fall. Like you're just watching this giant just like take a dive. One zero against Temple. And then they come back and beat. Temple not known as a field hockey power. I mean, I think there was a time where it was. Not in current day. Not in current no, day. No, no, no. Um, not in the common era. But, and then they come back and they beat Princeton 3-1. Okay, UConn, where did that come from? And I actually turned that game on. Um, and it was a bit of a sleeper. I mean, I actually was sitting there and I think I said to the person I was watching with, like, does Princeton want to score? Are, are they actively working to score? So they would, like, <laughs> pass the ball around the circle, um, but we wouldn't really get it in. And then if we were in the circle, like we would keep dribbling in. I don't know if we were looking for a corner or what was going on, but I just feel like we weren't getting shots off. And I was like, do we know we are losing to UConn right now? I don't know. It, it, we don't know. We don't get to decide. A wise no. person once said. I, and, and the goals were like kind of scrappy and yeah. I mean, there was nothing like revelatory about UConn's performance. It was just a normal game, and they put more in than uh, Princeton. Well, we love it. We do love um, it. 
several of our winless teams got off the schneid. Well, I wouldn't say several, but some of them did. Lindenwood knocked off uh, Queens. So Lindenwood picked up their first win of the season. Queens fell to 0 and 8. Um, the Georgetown Hoyas are winless no more. Now 1 and 7 on the season as they notched a victory over uh, Lock Haven 4 2. So we welcome them to the. Uh, the winner circle. Yeah, something like that. That that works. So, you know, congratulations to them for for joining us with a victory. Yes, congratulations to all. I mean, so at least get- from the the hockey that I saw this weekend, pretty good, pretty exciting. High level. I thought high level hockey. High level hockey. And let me tell you, the game that blew my mind, I was like yelling at the TV, what is going on? Ohio State beats Michigan 5 1 in their Big Ten opener. I was like, what is happening? And as I'm watching, so the Ohio State scored two more goals on corners that were called back for being too high, but to me were like millimeters. Millimeters. But I'm telling you. I'm just saying millimeters, Andrew. Like I think, and did they I, hit I'm, the board? It, they did hit the board, but we had a little banana action. but it was a very, it was not a very arced banana. Like, so I'm just saying, like this game very this is easily. A family get, show, Kirsten. <laughs> do we have that explicit rating yet? Um, I'm just saying I that just that have to toggle a switch. That that game could have easily been seven one. It was crazy. And I would just say Michigan staff very fired up. And Wouldn't I would you be? Um yes, but I would say at the point that I turned it on and when I saw sort of like the peak frustration, the umpires were not the reason we were losing 3-0. And Is that's where BPN? That's where, yes, that was where our ire was really directed. Yeah, um, you know, it can be real easy to blame the umpires. They're they're an easy target. They're right there. The outfits are kind of awkward. But and I've been there. They're you they're, love to hate rarely, they're rarely the issue. Well, and I would also say that if you're playing a Big Ten game on Friday, you got the best umpires in the country on your on your game, so it's fine. But I think in the past when I've watched Michigan and I love watching Michigan, the team, like when they get fired up, you're like, okay, something's they're about to go on fire. Like we're frustrated, but like we're going to turn it into like a corner or a goal. And this game, it felt like their frustration was just kind of like taking them over and it was not pretty um it felt like it was really hard for them to kind of recover for like for from being just incredibly frustrated by like the situation um i think their frustration got the better of them ohio state sitting atop the big 10 at two and oh the only team to play twice this weekend and they won both games and i didn't watch their michigan state game but it was a little closer well, so I don't you know, know if they Michigan kind of State, put it all out there for Michigan. Michigan State, and- God bless them. They're one in five, zero and one. They're not off to a uh, uh, strong start for the Spartans of East Lansing. Uh, uh, Iowa and Maryland had the buys this weekend, so they will join the Big Ten party this weekend. I mean, can we can we talk about Maryland again? Because so they played UVA. Yeah, Monday yesterday. night hockey. 
yesterday. What? Yeah, Monday. I guess they played Monday. They they beat Virginia two to one. Two to one. And then, but like, so I have them where I was like, oh, I want to see if they have a game we should be watching this weekend. They got a whole weekend off. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, when you play on you, Monday, Maryland, you're tired. Maryland, you have a nice, restful weekend. I don't know what that, maybe they'll go. What do you, you do? They're going to go Park? apple picking or, or go look at some leaves changing. What do you do in College Park? Uh, go, you go somewhere else. I was going to say, you go to Baltimore to like the aquarium. The best thing about College Park is getting on 495 and going elsewhere. Yes, exactly. Um, I do love how College Park likes to pretend they're part of D.C. Like for some reason, the D.C. skyline is in the background of like all of Maryland's promotional materials. Well, they, they try very hard. They, they'd be better off having like uh, wherever it was in the wire where they would shoot the craps on the street. <laughs> like that should be there instead. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to rank Big Ten towns, Maryland doesn't College make the Park, top 10. Not terribly high. No, no. no. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad because next year the Big Ten is going to have like 24 teams. So, you know, not being in the top 10 could still mean the top half. Well, the current, I would say the, are there 10 field hockey teams in the Big Ten? No, there's less than that. So, I would say. There's eight. There's eight. I'd like you to name them, please. You have one minute. Iowa, Penn State. Uh, Michigan State, Indiana, Northwestern, Maryland, Rutgers. Oh, my God. Who's the last one? Uh, who am I missing? Who am I missing? Michigan. No, I already said Michigan. Ohio State. There you go. Okay. Got them. Now, now let's really see. Can you name the five Big Ten current Big Ten schools without field hockey? There's five. You know, University of Illinois. That's one. <laughs> Wisconsin. That's two. Nebraska. That's three. Iowa State. No. They not. Okay. They're in the Big um, Twelve. Um, one is a giant state school. And one is pretty big too, but giant state school, not the flagship school of its state. See, this is the problem. Honestly, if if a school doesn't have hockey, I don't know they exist. Um, give them to me. Minnesota and Purdue. Purdue. Everyone forgets Purdue. I mean, yeah, the Boilermakers. All right, shoots and ladders, Gabby. Who went up? Who went down? All right. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Somebody who's going up that nobody's thought of. Uh, thought about, I don't think, is UMass Lowell, who took down number 18 regular normal UMass. Um, (laughs) So this weekend, they beat Northeastern, who's been kind of on an upswing, and they beat UMass, who's at number 18. That's two in-state victories. Two in-state victories. They're five and two, and they have, like, the next half of their season, I think, is, like, very winnable. So I think that they're definitely on the ladder. For someone no one wants to play. You mess Lowell. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, of course, we've already talked about Ohio State. They're eight and one. Their only loss is to UFL. Uh, they lost two one. But next up, they have Northwestern, regular Ohio. Coach Fuchs. Yes. Coach Fuchs. Would you say Ohio Light? What? Ohio Light. Ohio Light Diet, Ohio. Diet Ohio, Ohio zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and their their third game 
in the future is Iowa. So they're eight and one now. We'll see if they're we'll see what happens. But they are definitely Where, climbing. Is that, is that game uh in the cornfields? Mm. I don't know. You have to look we don't that know. up for me. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Who are your okay. shoots? Who's going down? Oh, wait. I'm still on ladders. Oh, there's more ladders. I'm there sorry. are two more ladders. Duke, they're 6-1. and one. They beat Syracuse 4-0, which is very impressive. They moved and into the top five. Yes, they have. And their only loss right now is to Northwestern, and they lost 3-2. So close game. And my other ladder is Boston College, who's 5-2, and two, just beat UVA, and their only losses are in overtime to Maryland and Northwestern. So they've only given up two goals so far this season, which is – or no, wait, that's wrong. But their only loss – But it's and close. Only, it's yes. close. But yes, so they're my. They've ladder. given up a they're small climbing. number of goals. The small, a Let, let's negligible. Let's not quibble number. over the real number. Now, I do have one other poll question before we move on, Kier. My, um, my shoots. Well, I mean, before, but I have a poll question about a, about a ladder before we go to the shoot. Sure, sure. Is that okay? Yes. Forty-four people voted in the coaches' poll this week. Mm-hmm. Thirty-five mm-hmm. gave first place votes to Iowa. North Carolina still got one. Northwestern got three, Louisville got four, which is very interesting that someone's voting for a Louisville team that lost head-to-head to to North Carolina. Um, But that's fine. But I want to know who is the one soul who was bold enough to give a first-place vote to your Rutgers Scarlet Knights? I'll give you one guess. how are they only getting one? I'll give you one guess. I mean, I can't say for sure. But uh, I'd give you one guess as to who that one person is. I'd like you just to tell me. I mean, I'm assuming it's the Rutgers staff. Okay. That's what I'm assuming. I'd like to know. I mean, it's. I think they, at this point in the season, they deserve a first place vote more than once beaten Duke, Louisville. Or Duke doesn't have one, but one once beaten Louisville or Northwestern. Carolina, I can see it. I mean, I think Rutgers is 8-0, but if you talk about strength of schedule, the teams above them have won more Virginia's evenly lost matched three times, teams. But Virginia's lost three times. Oh, yeah. I mean, do I think that they should be above Virginia? Yes, I do think that they should. Um, but I don't know if they deserve a first-place vote. But, I mean, I think this is part of the – the NFHCA made a really good first step in making this poll better like smaller and having some parameters because there were years with people, teams with losing records were on the poll. So we've taken a good first step, but after that, I mean, I think there needs to be some more accountability to these coaches because it's honestly just the wild West. You turn it in on time. We're going to accept it. And I think some other, why for a sport that's not played much West of the Mississippi. It's so true. That's right. Like we, we can't thrive in a wild West mentality. We don't know what we're doing. So I think other sports have a little bit more structure and that might be the direction that field hockey needs to go. But yes. All right, give, me, give me your shoots. My shoots. So my Michigan Wolverines, they are now five and three. They lost to Ohio, the Ohio State. And next up they have Iowa, Indiana and Northwestern. Um, so like their Big Ten schedule is about to get lit up. And I, um, from what I saw, I mean, I think they're as usual athletic and feisty, but um, they got to get some things sorted out if they want to win two of the next three games. They they were the biggest uh, shoot in the poll. They fell six spots uh, from eight to 14. 
Yeah. And I, I don't know. I wonder if that says more about everyone else. People's expectation about Ohio State than Michigan. I mean, it's a great point, Kirsten. Thank you. I think our our another shoot, somebody else a bit on the downswing is Princeton. So they're two and four and that loss to UConn really hurt them. It really doesn't look great right now. It does not. But then they're getting to sort of the heart of their Ivy League schedule, which could, it can go either way for them. Either that means like this is their chance to claw back up in a place where they feel very comfortable or Cornell and Harvard are going to upset them and put them under some more pressure. Well, it's a Harvard team that's ranked and has yep. had a good start. So, I mean, that that's not going to be a... a Walk over Princeton is probably not the favorite right now to win the Ivy League. Yeah. Um, and my last shoot is our old Dominion University Monarchs. They slipped. So they, they haven't been on. They started on the poll. They went to two and five and they are at number 51 on the RPI. So, well, let me can I ask a question. Would you say that their fall has been a bloodbath? Oh my God, please don't go there. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just I mean, like it's it's really devastating. It is devastating. It definitely is. But, but so I was looking at their schedule. Is there collateral damage? Oh my God. Would you say they're the walking wounded? <laughs> They've taken their hits for sure. They've taken their shots. They have taken their shots. Yeah. Uh, but so I think ODU is, is on a really steep shoot at the moment. But their you, second half of their schedule they're seems. They're, <laughs> yeah, I would say that. Second half, go ahead. Oh, well, the second half of their schedule is a bit, I mean, you could call it slightly easier. So this is their opportunity to claw back up, like win the games that you should win. And maybe they finish the season in a much better position than they are right now. I mean, I, you look at their second half schedule, though, and there's some very tough opponents. I, I just not sure that it's quite that simple. Are you looking at it? What is it? What do I, we, I am. Do I mean, George, Georgetown has struggled, no doubt. James Madison is down. UConn is playing better. Um, they play versus Temple. Uh, they play versus Temple this Friday. That's going to be a war. Absolutely. So I, I just, you know, I, there, there's a lot there. We'll, we'll have to see. I, I'd hate to. I, I'd. I'd hate to meet them on the battlefield. <laughs> Don't make me talk about it. Here, what do you think about the uh, the Pan Am games are coming up? That's down right. Down in Chi Chi Chi. If we if we down depart. in Chi Chi Chi. Lay lay lay. If Thank we you. if we just depart from Division One field hockey for a brief moment, brief USA moment. USA field hockey released their Pan American Games roster. <laughs> And I went on to look at like, oh, who from a college roster is appearing on this list? How is it going to affect college you hockey? Think there'd be, you know, a third to half the roster would be normal. Well, it's one. So Abby Tamer from Michigan got named to the roster and she is currently playing for Michigan. So that will be a loss for them. I think she's maybe like she doesn't have a lot of stats for them right now. now but is she there, you think, as a token like Christian Leitner on the Dream Team? I don't understand that reference. Okay. What is? Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. The Dream Team in 1992. You know what the Dream mm-hmm. Team is? Is this a basketball thing? Yeah, but most people know what the Dream Team is. It's when Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and all the pros played in the Olympics. Gotcha. Are you familiar? I'm familiar with the Olympics. Yes. 
Okay. Well, they put one college player on the dream team. Oh, okay. Christian Leitner from Duke was on the team with basically 11 Hall of Famers. Mm. So you're asking if Abby Tamer is that person? Is she Christian Leitner? I don't think so. Okay. Um, but so here's my my little gripe. If we turn this pitch session into like a slight pitch session <laughs> with a B. Pitch with a B. Yeah, no, I got um, it. Here's been my gripe with USA Field Hockey since the dawn of time. They not name these rosters. All I want is a list of names. Please, please just give me a list of names. And for some reason, they have been committed for the past like 20 years for put like inputting these names in like a paragraph. And I don't understand it. And it bothers me. So I got to like sort through these names instead of just it's very putting, difficult, like put a list of names in alphabetical order on a Web page. I don't understand. Do you see this team getting a medal in Chi Chi Chi? USA Field Hockey has taken it on the chin a little bit the last couple of years, really going back to the 2012 Olympics almost. I mean, so who is at the top? We got Argentina. Chi 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 is rising and Canada, Canada, but they just but they just beat Canada in a couple friendly matches, I believe. Well, I like to think that all matches involving Canada are friendly. They're friendly. very friendly people. Very polite. Lot good manners. Yeah. Um, afraid of sarcasm. Yeah. So I mean, are they playing is it a battle between the USA and Canada for third place? I think it might be a battle between Chile and USA for f- third place. With Canada in second? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I mean, we'll Chile coming happens. off a World Cup appearance last summer. Mm-hmm. Yes. And some great people on that roster. Some very great people on that Friends roster. of the pod on that <laughs> roster. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. It's very true. I always believe it's in a great Chile. point, dog. You love to back the Chilenas. Well, of course. Oh, yeah. They play always. a wonderful style of hockey. I love the way they play hockey. And they have home field advantage, Kirsten. They do. They're going to be on their home know. turf of Santiago. The you crowd is going to be boisterous. The crowd is going to be wild. They're going to pregame with Terry Motos. <laughs> And Pisco Sour. Yeah. And Cristal, the beer. Ooh. Wow. God, I'd love to go to a Pan Am in Chile. Let's go. I'll go. Let's go. I'm sure we could. We can make that happen. I mean, we could. (laughs) We actually could. If you want to go. We have some. I haven't, to stay. you know, I haven't. You have been multiple times. I've never been to Chile. We have I mean, somewhere. People, to, we, we have several places we could stay. I was going to say. I have you could people, meet little Sven. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like I've I've gotten a bit of a hard time for not going to Chile. Like I haven't been there yet, and I, I gotta tell people, you something. People are went, unhappy about I'm it. I'm going to tell you something. If we went now, you'd have an even harder time. I know, but I gotta go at some point. Let's go. All right, book it. You think I'm kidding? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's throw it all away and go. It'd be like oh. our adventure to Germany for the Junior Pan Ams. <laughs> Another great trip. What a trip it was. Did we travel anywhere else to see some hockey? I'm wondering. Mm. Have we, we've like all, for hockey? Tra- yeah, we've traveled some places for baseball, but not hockey. I mean, I went to Canada to the Pan Ams, but not with you. That's right. Can you tell us about your Pan Am experience? Great experience. Yes. 
great experience. They call it the Little Olympics. Does that hold up? Yeah, no, it, it definitely is quite the multi-sport festival. Nice. When I was there, I saw field hockey. I saw baseball. Uh, I saw the USA versus the Dominican Republic in, in, baseball, in baseball. A great baseball. rivalry. Yeah, yeah. I saw, saw some hoops. Nice. Yeah. And one of the great things about the Pan Ams is there's a bunch of random sports that are not on the Olympic program. Oh, right. Really? Tell me. I about mean, there's them. like 20 sports that aren't in the Olympics. I want to know more about them. This could be on our list of things that like for the normal people Olympics. Well, right uh, here. Or like the normal Pan people Pan Ams. I, I think the normal people can advance straight to the Olympics. So let's see. You've got they've cut some of them out, but like you've got bodybuilding, polo. Okay. Um, I'm not so sure about bodybuilding. Futsal. Okay. What is that? That's like some version of soccer, right? It's like indoor soccer with a smaller ball, I think. There's women's baseball. Oh, instead of, do they also have softball? They do also have softball. Yes, Kirsten. That's a great question. Wow. I'm a bit perplexed by bo all of these other sports I'm in, but I'm perplexed bodybuilding. I like squash. So squash is in the Pan Am Games. Is bodybuilding like a judged event or? I don't know. Okay. Like that's well, just not information I have. You usually have a lot of information. Not so about bodybuilding. Not about bodybuilding. I don't racquetball, know. Racquetball is in the Ooh, Pan Am Games. Love game. racquetball. Love you know, we could play racquetball. I love racquetball. Yeah. You're, you kicked my butt at pickleball, so. I'd be a little afraid I to challenge you up. in racquetball. I you, think I'd whoop on. Yeah, I think I would. Okay. That's something else we can do, by the way, is pickleball. Sweet. Um, you know, I had something to gripe about, but maybe I won't. I want. I want to hear it. This is well, our griping corner. We've been oh, watching wait. a lot of. <laughs> Sorry. No, keep going. We've been watching a lot of Paw Patrol at the house, Ugh, and God. and the stories just don't make any sense. There's so many plot holes. I. I have been subjected to this show. Why do these dogs have to fix everything? Like, also, does the town does the town not have police? Why do they rely on these dogs and this I thought child? They were the police. I thought they were well, who, the police. Who, who hires dogs as police? <laughs> who funds it? Is Great it question. taxpayer funded? Also, do we have like a Mayor Goodwin? Worker? Who elected Mayor Goodwin, and why does she never run for re-election? I. I'm curious also, like, do we only focus on law enforcement in the Paw Patrol? Do we have no, like a no, no, just the other day, worker? just the other day, Hootie the owl was stuck in a tree and they went and got Hootie. No, but I mean, the like all the little puppies, they're all about, like, other government functions. Yes. Do they do anything other than like do they, law do they run the DMV? Right. I mean, uh, believe me, I've learned a lot about public service. Like they got a librarian puppy. <laughs> I, no, they don't. Where where are the kids helping you helping you print out your? You and know, they settle thing when they battle Humdinger in the other town with like a basketball game or a soccer game. It's idiotic. <laughs> you, I really, I really, really want to get going on Peppa Pig, but I won't. <laughs> the only good show is Bluey. I'm not gonna lie. This is not what I thought your gripe would be. At all. I have another gripe that's unrelated to this. How is it that people can never find their damn seats on an airplane or in a stadium? <laughs> people are so confused. It's such a simple system. Well, and I feel like we use the same system across the Everywhere. board. 
Everywhere. Everywhere. I love the people. I love the people who get on the plane and look up. Is this my row? Oh, no, this isn't 46C. No, ding dong. You're going to be walking back for 10 more minutes. <laughs> I like, think you have- really think 46C was going to be at the front. Did, did you have some kind of experience this week that you want to I get off the today, chest? I did today at the Braves game, and it was very frustrating, but it's okay. But it happens repeatedly. Yes, it's like people don't exist. Like, do what a world do you exist in where we have where the seats are are different? Right. Do you think that it's going to be row eleven then row forty two? Probably not. Right. Yes. I, I mean, I think my frustration in general with humanity is the lack of common sense. And this seems oh. like this problem. Oh, it's terrible. It's just terrible. It's not good. It makes you wonder how Louisville is getting a first place vote over North Carolina as I bring it back. <laughs> Thank you so much. What are your games like to watch this weekend, Kirsten? My game. Oh, wait. You know, I had a little bit of a gripe about the poll. Because we didn't oh, talk ahead. about the fact. Did we talk about the fact that Temple is on the poll? Temple is they are they are a are, no they're our newest entry. They replaced the uh, pretty decent Danes of Albany. They did, and here's my thing. I uh, congratulations to the Temple Owls. By the way, I'm sorry. UMass still ranked at five and three after getting whooped by Lowell. Also, go ahead. That's what I'm saying. So here's my thing. Congratulations to the Temple Owls. I know you work hard, and that you haven't been on Ooh. the poll. For, exactly. Um, <laughs> you haven't been on the poll for a period of time. So congratulations to you. But I do not understand how Temple gets on the poll because I think you can have a stronger case for Lowell who's five and two and their only losses are to Iowa and St. Joe's. One of my other favorite teams to talk about, or I think you have a stronger case for somebody like VCU, who is also five and two and only losses are to the Ville and St. Joe's. So Temple is six and two with a loss to Yale and UVA. So, and no ranked wins where Lowell and VCU. I, yeah. And Delaware's still on there who's four and four. Like, I'm a little bit perplexed by the bottom of this poll. Um, and I think there are lots of other teams that... Delaware hanging on for dear life, though, which is... Yes. Really and that's what I'm saying. Points. Like, Delaware's still hanging on for dear life when we have some other teams that I think have performances that, you know, they you can make a really strong case for them being on the bottom of this poll. So congrats to the Temple Owls, though I question I just I'm I'm really struggling with the bottom the last three teams on this poll. Well, let's be honest. Will these teams even make it to next week? I bet you two of them won't. Uh well I'm wondering who does Delaware play? I thought I had it on my games to watch. I don't, so I mean if they don't have a game to watch, then what's the point? Mm-hmm. They play Monmouth and your Connecticut Huskies. <laughs> So, I mean, it's really up in the air. I mean, because is Monmouth a conference game for them? Yes. Monmouth is one of the newest members of the CAA, which, by the way, is not the Colonial Athletic Association anymore. Uh, Andrew, we covered this in episode one. Postal. (laughs) Um, That's right. So, it's going to oh, my God. Um, So, like. That's not going to be an easy game. And I don't know, especially like UConn. I'm wondering if they like they lost to Temple. They were like, oh, my God, we must get it together immediately. They got that win over Princeton. And now do, are there is there some wind in their sails? Are they going to be able to take or down? What if, what if it ends up telling us more about Princeton? Mm, what if yeah. Princeton stinks? Yeah. And I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Princeton is two and four. And UConn is two and six. 
Yeah, so, UConn not off to stinks. a great start. Who stinks? I don't know. Okay, so games to watch, though. So coming up this weekend, I have on Friday, we've got a lot of games to watch on Friday because those are our conference games. And I think the big one, the two biggest ones for me are Northwest. Number three Northwestern is playing number 12 on the upswing of the Buckeyes from the Ohio State University. That'll In be Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday, we also have number five Duke playing number 11 BC, who also had a big game or a big weekend uh, last week. Um, so I think those two teams are also on the upswing fighting for dominance in the ACC. And then on Friday, here's our little test. Our number 19 Temple Owls are taking on ODU, which to me is like, this is like ODU working to save their season. We talked Temple, about that. Yeah, did we? Uh, yeah, it's going to be war. Total bloodbath. <laughs> bloodbath. Um, and then, oh, number five, we got UVA and Q's. And here's the other one I'm excited about. Miami, who just lost to Brown last week. What two can to Brown one do for you? Miami is taking on App State in some action. And App State's five and two. So they're that, feeling pretty good about is themselves. Is that in the friendly confines of Boone, North Carolina? Mm, good question. Good I question. believe it is. I'm gonna. I gotta go down it a is. rabbit hole. Here, I'm looking it? at it. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. My, in North Carolina, my question was more rhetorical. Beautiful field. Nice setting. App, App State State's a li- it's it's a little gorgeous little, campus. Little granola for me. Oh, well, you know how I feel about that. I'm all in for the granola. I know you would bathe in granola if it was. Acceptable. I love granola. Um, and then Saturday we got Lafayette playing your American University Eagles. We have a pair of Patriot League battles on Saturday. Also, Holy Cross makes the trip to Bucknell to Lewisburg. I love Lewisburg. Um, stay at the Genetti if you want a really exciting. Did we ever find out how Lindenwood got to? I didn't, and I really failed you on that. I feel badly, but I tried. Um, but I didn't find out. Okay. But I, I'm picking the Lafayette AU game over the other one because I think this is going to be uh, they're they're well matched. They're one and they're one well, and two. And Holy Cross right is now. Holy Cross. If they could, would take 11 people, pack them in the circle, and call it a day. I mean that that's the Holy Cross. I mean, let's be <laughs> no real. <in> love. <laughs> yeah, you know, I like two in the back. I think they would play 11 in the back if they could. Okay, but here's the thing. This is what always baffled me about Holy Cross. They always had these goalkeepers that literally make like 50 saves in a game, and they do these things that are impossible, and you're like, how you are you You have to when you know scoring? your team has no chance of scoring. Oh, my God. When you're playing for the 0-0 tie. <laughs> Or as I call it, the crusade. The crusade. Uh, okay, and then your Sunday games. We got Syracuse, number ten Syracuse versus number sixteen Penn State. Who a is great on test like for both teams? Great, you're honest kid. We've each taken our hits, and now we're going to be fighting back. So that'll be a good game. And then I thought this would be fun for you. We got on Sunday, number twelve, the Ohio State University versus Diet Ohio. Yeah, the Buckeye battle, the Buckeye State. The ba- the battle over the most boring state in the union. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, it is my number one most boring state. I no. had driven through that state. Si- yes, I there's had at least that like real so cities much. in Oklahoma, and they're all boring. Have you been to Kansas? I think Kansas has got some culture. 
You're just making that up. You've never even been to Kansas. <laughs> no, I have not been to Kansas. I'm just saying I have driven through Ohio on so many occasions. It is endless. It is boring. I'm going to tell and you what's boring is Missouri. Oh, I haven't been to Missouri. And I live very close to Missouri now. I don't really have any interest in going there. I'm just saying of the states I have been to, Ohio is the bottom. I spent a lot of time in Dayton. Dayton's not great. I had to go there for work a lot. Yeah, I've been to Akron. Well, of course, Akron. Columbus. Everybody's like, I love Columbus. I hate Columbus. I hate it. It's so boring. And I hate that people love it. That's because you never played basketball with Joey Galloway. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Okay. But anyway, so those are my games. That was a special shout out. Oh, fun. Do you have any other shout outs you'd you'd like to? I've gotten several and you just have no idea. I I do know. Just like that one. I've just been... I, yeah, maybe I've caught like 50% of them. But here's here. Um, this is like a meta shout out because we got a shout out. So I'd like to give a shout out to the Who Maxi are you giving pod. a shout out to? We Maxi love the Maxi Pod. I love the Maxi Pod. What I do you out, love about the Maxi Pod? Okay, so they gave, I heard that they gave us a shout out. So I was like, I'm going to listen to the Maxi Pod to hear this what, shout out. The and crime, it was the crime is that you haven't been listening to the Maxi Pod. And I, I will admit it is a crime because it was delightful. I was laughing out loud. I think Rachel Southall's takes on everything are hysterical. I was enjoying myself so much. So I will be listening to the Maxi Pod again and everybody else should. It's so funny. The Maxi Pod is a monthly uh, joy. A joy. And they like break down some reality shows. I have that no, I, so did I have you notice no did you notice the shtick about the people who were their friends whose wedding got broken up? Those weren't <laughs> their friends. Those people were on a reality show. I, I didn't know, know that. <laughs> I mean, I eventually I, did. I was sitting there being like, I have no idea what they're talking about, but it's hysterical. I'm in. So shout out to the Maxi Pod. Somebody's listening to us. I just got an email about a bluey meet and greet. I swear to God. <laughs> no, no. Google's watching us. Ah. Bluey is coming to Atlanta, October 12th through the 22nd. I'm not familiar with Bluey and I don't want to be. I'll Bluey's be great. No, no. Bluey is great. Uh, every Bluey children is all the show right I have watched, I have despised. Bluey you would like. I'm telling it's you. like torture. All no, no. It. Bluey is great. Ugh. Bluey and Pokio is pretty good. I'll believe you. Um... I don't have anything else. How about you? I don't either. All right. Have a great week here. You have a great week. And you we know what? I be- I wish the Maryland Terrapins a great week. Um, because they're I- just chilling. <laughs> they're just you know, they are, they're D.C. chilling. I ho- oh, man, D.C. chilling. Um, yeah, I hope they have a nice restful weekend. Maybe they get to a pumpkin patch. What's that? Is Coach Mahar going leaf peeping somewhere? Um, yes, and I would Slash like to report. Recruiting. I would like to report that eighty percent, eighty percent of our Twitter followers, of which there are many, yeah, would travel to Leaf Peep. But and didn't that's probably, Coach Laura Gebhardt agree with me? No, oh, there's no did. way. I know Coach Gebhardt intimately. One would say, and um, I know she loves some Leafs. No, I think she supports me on this. I would say that the twenty percent. The 20% who said they would not travel to Leaf Peep are 100% Andrew. No. You didn't weigh in on the poll? I'm neutral. 
Did you, you know, vote in the poll? You know where I stand. I don't need to vote in the poll. Laura would saying, agree with me. I'm pretty sure she and I have a special bond. Oh, okay, fine. I will reach out to just confirm, but I'm going to tell you that she absolutely does not. She agree and I go you. way back. I know. Saw her hit an inside the park. Home I went to run. her high school softball games. And do you remember the big play? I remember the home run or the triple or something. <laughs> it was like an inside the park home run. It was yeah. the saddest thing I've ever seen. No, amazing. I remember that. It was, that was really hot that day. Yes. Um, I think they were playing the river rats. They were playing the river rats. Stinking river rats. Um, yeah, but I would say the leaf peeping is the thing I heard the most about this week. And people were fired up. I think Baffled. this was our best week of pitch session ever. Episode five. I don't know if this one's our best one. Really? I'm, I liked episode four. I was proud of us. That was good. Right. We'll see. Cool. All right. Well, bye, Kirsten. Um, bye, Andrew.